Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Passing Time. And that's what we've decided to call things here. I'm going to call it Passing Time because that's exactly what I'm trying to do right now. I'm just hanging out, I'm passing time, and I find that I always just have a lot to say when I'm alone. And I guess the reason with that is probably just because I'm alone and I have more time to think. And I have more time to jump down rabbit holes and all that fun stuff. So here we are. Also, all the best stuff happens when nobody's around. You know, for me personally, like I have said this before, I really enjoy the company of myself. I fucking love hanging out with myself. I love doing things alone. I love, you know, taking drives to different places and just having a full-on fucking day with yours truly you know grab a coffee check out some shops spend a little bit of money or don't you know take a little hike there's so much cool stuff we can do when we're alone including recording podcasts (laughs) sweet so here we are and I'm I'm liking this I was never really one to be okay with speaking my truth I guess or speaking up at all it took me a really long time to find my voice and it took me a long time to be comfortable with just speaking openly about stuff I was I guess timid yeah like I guess kind of timid kind of shy unless I really knew somebody quite well or knew the people that I was with quite well and I know that this is a similar story for a lot of people um introverted extrovert I think that the uh, terminology is called so platforms like this are good for me to just speak and you know work those muscles and allow (laughs) allow anything that comes up just to come out it's super therapeutic And I guess just the added bonus is that people find it entertaining or insightful or, I don't know, it just helps us feel a little bit closer. Me, you know, generating this allows me to kind of in an indirect way hang out with my friends that are near and far and that I can't hang out with right now anyway. (laughs) So here we go. Um, Yeah, the journey to finding my voice was something that only kind of came into play not that long ago I had a huge complex with being judged and with um being challenged I guess with confrontation with people and these are all things that I still find difficult but I'm becoming more comfortable in my own skin to speak my truth and speak on concepts that are maybe a little bit more sensitive that would you know potentially create some sort of discussion or conflict or confrontation and you know past self would not be fucking cool with that at all because all that stuff makes me supremely uncomfortable but I'm slowly moving into a place where I can be okay with the fact that you know what not everybody's gonna like you Chantel not everybody's gonna give a fuck about what you have to say some people are gonna think you're annoying some people are gonna think you're a fucking idiot and they're gonna blast you behind your back but who fucking cares you know like at the end of the day it really doesn't matter 
So you will always find your people and your people will always kind of find you. And I don't know, I guess that's the cool part about the internet. So here we are. We chatting, we chatting, we're doing the things and all is well. So yeah, we're just passing time together, I guess. What's up guys? Um, I find that I've got obviously a lot more time to intensify my routines, I guess we'll say, <laughs> take them to the extreme. I, uh, full disclosure, I'm not the kind of person that can just like wake up, sit on the couch and just stay there. I have to be doing things all the time. If I'm still, if I'm, (laughs) the only time I'll sit still to watch something is an episode of Riverdale, shamelessly. I'm so fucking addicted to that show. I just need to know more. But even with that, I'm two episodes behind. I just have a hard time scoping out the time to sit and just be still and not do anything. I like to be moving. So with that being said, I'm not the kind of person that can very easily fall into a depressed state. Um, I'm more apt to fall into a state of panic and anxiety. (laughs) So I do things unnecessarily just strictly to fill time. Um, And I'm noticing that in my days here when I look at the clock and I'm like, holy fuck, like it's already this time just strictly because I've been doing so much all day that I haven't had time to just be, you know? So things like my morning oral hygiene routine is pretty fucking above and beyond right now, but I mean, I guess it's not a terrible thing. I was in a bit of a smash up in the summertime. I ate a windshield with my teeth. (laughs) I'll keep that story for another day for all of the other outlandish incidents that my body and inanimate objects have uh, came into disaster with. So we'll keep that story for another day. But anyway, since then, I've been pretty OCD about my teeth, I guess, kind of because I have to be. But so every morning, you know, I get up, I gargle with warm salt water. Um, usually I'll do that if I get a sore throat. I get sore throats quite a bit. Not I, like, do you fucking care about the status of my throat? Not sure, but I just told you. So we're doing that. Um, also it kills bacteria and I'm like pretty paranoid about getting sick right now, obviously. So that is what I do. And then I scrape my tongue with my little tongue scraper. Um, that's like a, an ancient Ayurvedic method. All these things I'm not going to explain too deeply. So if you think it's interesting, just Google it because internet. And then after I gargle, I I oil pull. So I got my little container full of coconut oil and I put some tea tree oil and lemon in there. And I stir it all up and I take a teaspoon out and I oil pull for like 15 minutes. I spit it out and then I floss. I floss my fucking teeth and you're probably saying well congratulations Chantel most of these things are things that you're supposed to be doing anyways um and then after I floss I brush my teeth and I just feel so good about that when it's all said and done and you know realistically it doesn't take that much time and I could probably do it if I was working my regular job anyway but it just feels nice to be able to do these things slowly 
I guess. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's a routine that's gotten pretty intense. Also my skincare routines, which were always pretty, um, pretty extreme, I guess you'll say, but it's second nature to me. I've been a, I've been a medical esthetician for going on 12 years, I think now. So, um, yeah, but just more time for doing things or for rubbing things in a little bit longer, which, you know, is cool. It feels good. And then, you know, from there, we just kind of putter. We, uh, we drink, we as an I, yeah, there's no we in the equation. Um, I'll drink my green drink for the morning, take my mushroom pills, and then the day is my oyster. (laughs) Then we record podcasts, actually. Here we are. This is what the next step of the day is. So, I mean, it's good. I also find that I've been, like, cleaning a ridiculous amount (laughs) just strictly to fill time. Like, these things don't need to be done, but... If I stop, then the reality of all of my problems start to speak up quite loudly. And I know they're there. And I'm not in control of them right now. And a lot of people say that we're not in control of anything, really. And I will agree with that, but only to an extent. Um, (laughs) My viewpoints on the whole spiritual, metaphysical kind of realm have drastically changed probably more so over the past two years um I've come to realize that without action nothing happens okay so my first kind of opening to this whole spiritual world was the book called The Secret and um a friend introduced that to me when I was I was living down in London at the time, so I don't know, I might have been 19 years old, I don't remember, and I read The Secret, and it was, like, mind-blowing to me. I was introduced to this world that I didn't, I didn't see the world that way before, and it was refreshing, and I really liked it, and that will always be kind of like, you know, the um, catalyst for probably everything that I have come from since then, um, and that's all good and fine, but I guess what I'm getting at is these things where, you know, we create vision boards, and we create um, affirmations, and we do all of the reading of the books, and we, you know, speak in a in a realm where we already have the thing that we desire, and I think all of those are amazing practices, but for fuck's sakes, without action, nothing happens. Unless you take a step to do something towards either getting to that or dealing with the problem, do you really fucking think that sitting around your house all day making crafts and reading books and all this shit are are, are going to open an opportunity? I mean, yeah, maybe, but the reality is, is that you have to fucking do something to light the fire to set you off on your path, okay? And that was something that I learned relatively quickly and the base knowledge that I took from all of the um things that I dove into after reading The Secret were all all got me to where I am today so you know that's great but what I'm getting at with you know this whole 
idea of keeping myself overly busy and not stopping is that I have realistic problems that are happening right now that I can't control. And they come down to finances. And finances are so fucked. They are like the leading cause of conflict in any relationship. It's a huge one for divorce. It's a huge one on so many platforms. And it's there's nothing that we can really do about that. If you want to sit around and try and, you know, uh, attract a lottery winning, awesome. Um, I've been trying that for a very long time and that has not happened, but I mean, that's fine. I'm a realist as well. You know, I'm flighty as fuck, but I'm also a realist. So example, I was having a really good day yesterday. I recorded a podcast and you know, by the end of the day, it was on Spotify. We made it happen. That was something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And then I just did it. But unless I, like if I hadn't have just done it, it wouldn't have happened. So you don't need to attract anything to get to that place. You just have to fucking do it. (laughs) So it's pretty black and white. Anyways, so I did that. I got my yoga class recorded, um, which was flawless for the first time. There was no glitches in that. Um, A good friend of mine I hadn't chatted with in a while called me. I connected with a couple other buddies that I haven't talked to in a while and had a little bullshit and it was awesome. But then all of a sudden, I was kind of sitting there and this wave came over me. And the best way that I could explain my wave of anxiety is if you've ever dropped mushrooms before or any sort of drug and when it's just about to kick in, this like wave comes over your body and it's just like, okay, you know, like we're vibing now. That's how my anxiety comes and goes. So I can be doing like anything and nothing and it just comes over me and it's this little like knock, 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 yo, what's up? Just in case you forgot about every fucking problem in your life, we're here to let you know loud and clear that they're still there. (laughs) And within a span of five minutes, I shit you not, I got a text message from my landlord letting me know what the price was for the hydro bill that month. And then I got a text message reminder from my credit card company letting me know that my payment was due in eight days. And then there was one from Telus letting me know my new, you know, total for my cell phone bill. And I was just like, for fuck's sakes, you guys, like, can I not just have a day where this doesn't sneak up on me? And you know what? It's things that I don't have control of. And that's what I'm getting at. I'm not in control of that stuff. I, I I cannot manifest free hydro, all right? No, that's not a thing. I can't manifest having my credit card um, company phone me up and be like, you know what, you know, maybe just take five. Like, no, that's not going to happen. If I don't pay my cell phone bill now, I'll have to pay it eventually, you know? And if I, and actually I did call Telus. They're not, they're not, uh, you know, cutting anybody off during this time. And guys, for the record, I'm not so broke that I have no fucking money at all, but I'm in the service industry. And if I can't touch people or gather in large rooms with large amounts of people, I'm not making money. So eventually the stash that I do have is starting 
it will it will thin okay so these are things that I need to think about now so yeah fucking finances you guys and these are not things that I can just deal with right now so my solution for these problems before would be well you work you make money and you pay that's that's the solution but I can't do that right now so I'm left with this little you know I don't know the shit just hanging over my head that I'm not in control of and I don't like that and yeah I don't know like my taxes I talked about this yesterday in my podcast but you know it needed to be done so I did it and now it's done and that was easy that was something that I had control to deal with I rerouted the situation in turn it took a lot of stress off me but with a few things in my life I can't do that right now so I guess that is why I am just trying to move and move fast (laughs) because I don't want to sit and think about this shit because it sucks all right and I hold my high credit rating in very high regard and there's a reality to that 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 may change and I don't like that anyway fucking finances you guys I think we need to get back to trading like the great fucking potato trade I can't remember I think it was back in the 1800s might have been a little bit before that but check it out if you had potatoes if you had a potato crop in those times you were wealthy as fuck and people were trading medicine and food and supplies and toiletries all this shit for potatoes what's stopping us from getting back to that you know like I mean obviously we've gotten to a point where corporations have taken over and they're not going to accept a fucking five pound bag of potatoes for a credit card bill but you know let's try and manifest that (laughs) sarcasm um but I don't know I guess we can we can get back to maybe moving towards that place so for instance I do a lot of bartering I am a service provider and in the past and current I've traded my services for other people's services so if there's something that I desire or want I can approach you know whoever it is and say like yo if you want a facial or whatever I would love to trade you for that and we do and both people get something and everybody's happy (laughs) we could do the same with gardens I mean I know our growing season in Ontario is not the best but what's stopping us from creating gardens and being like yo man I see you got lots of tomatoes I got an abundance of zucchini do you want to do a little swappy swap and they'd be like fuck yeah you know when everybody's happy produce is expensive I think it's, I don't know, I think it would be fucking cool if we could do something like that. And a lot of people do. There's a lot of uh, communities and, and whatnot that have that kind of stuff in play, but it's not popular. And I think that maybe after this is all said and done, or maybe I'm not going to say that actually, because I don't know, we're in this place of the unknown. Um, but maybe we could just start to adapt new principles and new ways of doing things to get what we want still yeah I don't know we'll see um 
I also like the idea of consignment stores. And I used to consign a lot of my stuff when I lived out west. There was like this upcycle that I was fully emerged inside of and I hadn't paid money for clothes in so long. I would just, you know, donate whatever I was over, which I didn't want anymore. And then there would be a check waiting for me every month and I could use that for, you know, take the money and run or I could put it towards buying new stuff. And it was, I don't know, just such a great way of doing things. So I think consignment is huge right now. And that's been my kind of business idea for a long time, but I just don't (laughs) want to put in the work to do it. So I'm hoping that somebody will, or I'm soggy chores will just do that for me. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's good times, you know, we're all just doing our best. We're all just doing our best with the materials that we have. I think that the hardest part for humanity is that we thrive ourselves on knowing all of the facts we need to know what we need to know when we need to know how like we want to know everything and usually we do have the answers and if we don't have them we can find them we like timelines you know we like to know when it's going to start when it's going to end and with this whole pandemic that's happening right now, we don't fucking have any of that. So it's a huge eye-opener for a lot of people. And you really start to see people's true colors in a time like this. Um, It's interesting to see how everybody is reacting to matters and, you know, what they're doing to pass the time or be productive, all of those things. It's it's scary when you don't know the timeline and that instills a lot of fucking fear inside of people. And that's just kind of the harsh reality to it all, I guess. We don't have a timeline. We don't know how long it's going to be until things go back to normal. And I've said this a million times before, I don't think that's a healthy mind space to be in, you know, when things go back to normal, because what's going to happen is everything's going to be different moving forward and probably in the best way possible. You know, all of these um, grocery stores and stores that are limiting the amount of people inside of them, it should fucking always be that way. You know what I mean? Like the hand washing stations, the cart washing stations, all this stuff. Like, why can't we have this stuff all of the time? The, you know, constant outpour of suggestions on how to keep yourself hygienically clean. It's kind of mind-blowing that I guess that's something that not a lot of people were practicing before. (laughs) Coming from me, who spoke in my podcast yesterday about... (laughs) I wasn't always diligent washing my hands, but I don't know, that opened up another conversation with a couple of my friends. When I go out and about, I wash my hands before I go to the washroom. So if I'm in Walmart or if I'm in a mall and I go into the washroom, I'm obviously washing my hands before I go to the bathroom because what's on my hands is not what I want on my private area, all right? And then I use way too much toilet paper and I'm very wasteful and I don't even end up touching myself. There is no fucking anything sinking through the amount of toilet paper that I'm using. And if for some case I do, 
Yes, I will wash my fucking hands. And when I'm out and about, I do. But if I'm home, it's a little different. I don't need to defend myself. I don't know why I am. I don't care. Anyways, I think that everybody's going to turn into a little bit of a germaphobic. And that's probably a good thing. And I've said this before. I think money's going to kind of phase out. I think that credit and e-transfers and stuff are a great way to keep things at bay. A lot of germs circulate on coins and shit, and it's not something that ever gets washed. Ever, ever, ever. Nobody washes money, I don't think. I've worked in retail in the service industry my entire life, and there's nothing to... (laughs) end of the day we counted up our tallies time to fucking clean all the bills no man that's not happening so nothing will be the same from here on out and that's good the world could probably use a little bit of a change and then the paradox to that is I feel heartbroken for all of the catastrophe that I can't see with my own eyes right now life's a trip guys life is a fucking trip and you get to sink or swim, and I don't care what anybody says, that's all in your control. All right, well, I think that's good for today. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you guys have a miraculous day. It's sunny out. Um, I actually read that there are a lot of like parks and, and that kind of stuff are closing it down because people are fleeing to our national and provincial parks to have a fucking fun day out with their families and with that um is just a lot of bad ideas it's just a bad idea because these people and even myself like if I was to drive up to Cypress Lake right now I'd probably have to piss like twice I'd probably have to stop and get gas I probably would need a snack Like, I'm just thinking about all of the stops that people would have to make along the way just to get to this outdoor adventure. Like, no, guys, fucking think about it. Unless you were, like, so close and it's basically your backyard to go to a hike or to go on a trail and you know that you can take your own food, you don't have to drive there, you don't have to use a bathroom anywhere unless you're in the forest, just stay at home. Okay, that's all I have to say. I love you all. And toodaloo!